0: You're listening to the big show.
1: They score
0: with Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 flames. Ready to go now. On the
1: official home of your Calgary Flames.
2: Are you ready? Robbed by Marmstrom! What a save! It's loose! And Marmstrom makes another miraculous
1: stop. This is SportsNet 960 The Fan.
0: Oh, hi there. It's Friday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio in the afterglow of an Oilers loss in San Jose last night. Hmm. woo Too bad. Whoa. You had a woo-hoo? I'm Maddie today. Okay. That's the voice of uh, beautiful Patrick Dumont. He's double-dutying today. I like... I, I've said it. Like, I love... I love when teams go through this type of stuff. Doesn't matter who's on it. When they when a when a contender is having troubles, yep. I love it. Yeah, oh, the Oilers are certainly having troubles. Uh they lost to the Sharks last night. 3-2. And they didn't look dangerous at all. They might have outshot them 2 to one
1: 48-41 to 18 on the night. But not at one point of that night that I think the Oilers were going to take over that game. And, mm. and Louis Brest kept on to a lot of time left, a lot of time left.
0: McDavid pointless.
1: Where is he?
0: Yeah. He's, saying, oh, I'm he's healthy hurt. enough. I'm healthy enough. He's hurt. He's hurt. He doesn't look the same. But yeah, the Sharks. Uh, what, he forgot how to skate incredibly well? Yeah, like, He's I, got to be the most dynamic and, player in the I, league. He forgot how like, to do that?
1: Well, I'm just I, I know, like, does the league just have a lot more film on him?
0: No. No. He's No. <laughs> like, now they figured him out, oh, Patrick? No. I don't know. No. He's hurt. <laughs> GVP, he's hurt, right? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, they so didn't figure that out. if he's hurt, a guy with that much skill can not fall off the planet because like, you're
1: yeah. more of a liability out there right now. Well, he's he not doing be. a
0: damn thing. You're right. He should be. I don't know if he's a liability. Well, yeah, but he's not himself. Right. Well,
2: maybe not a liability, but he's not helping. But if the Oilers want to go, they need him at full strength, obviously, because they stink when he's hurt.
0: Um, that's the voice of Patrick Demond, GVP. Uh, no, Matty Rose today. He's off. Uh, just the three of us doing the show. Oh, well, Shan's here too. Yeah, the guy that bought you breakfast. Well, l I'm kidding. Like I like how you like throw that I'm I kidding. literally was reaching for my debit I'm card kidding. ago.
1: I got it. How do you just forget about
0: him? He was just here like three minutes ago. Um <laughs> We got lots of stuff to talk about. Lots today. of stuff. Um Sam McKee, producer of uh Real Kipper and Bourne. You see him on television, big television star now. Yes, he is. I actually know what he looks like now. Yeah. Um, he's gonna join us at the top of the hour. Leafs play uh Leafs play. Flames play the Leafs in Toronto tonight. Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game. Uh, things aren't all rosy in Toronto right now either. Don't kid yourself. John Klingberg. Terrible. Um, he's awful. He's a seventh defenseman right now. Yeah, he practiced as the seventh defenseman. Um, we'll get Sammy's thoughts on the Leafs. Because if I look at the Leafs and Oilers, brought this uh, up to Books yesterday, Jason Bukla I go, I see a lot of Spider-Man meme action going on there. Mm-hmm. Very similar teams. Uh, bottom six blows. Uh, defense, uh, goaltending, wolf. Uh, that's essentially what they are. Yeah, and
1: um, yeah, there was an article up on Sportsnet saying well, what uh, the Leafs could make a trade with the Flames. What are three defensemen that they have that ooh, now could find their way to I've, Toronto? I I, uh, <laughs> I heard some stuff
0: uh, last night on Toronto radio, which I like to listen to sometimes, just to see what the a temperature is. Dab in there. Um, they they think that like Nikita Zadorov is going to be a safe. I know. It's, it's... Like, if you not watched him. <laughs> Like, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, you you want somebody reliable, that's the guy you're going to trade for. Like, they probably, okay,
2: they probably only watch the Nashville game,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: that he is a lot electric. of re- yes, it's a lot of reason. Oh, this guy, he, he called out his teammates and all this, he's a leader, it's exactly what we need, yeah, and then they don't actually watch him play,
0: yeah. Um, God bless them, they want to give up like a first. The Leafs have their first, they do, um, so but I feel like, but apparently, big for Z them. Has- yeah,
1: It would be like, okay, Hannifin, Tanev. Um, allegedly, there? Big Z wants to stay. Of course he does. He wants to be Michael Backlund. He wants to have a
0: lot more appearances around the city. Okay, that's fine. Um, we're going to do a lot on the Oilers losing. <laughs> so we got Sam McKee, Frank Cervalli, Derek Wills joining us. A lot of hockey today. A lot of hockey talk. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Hockey, hockey. hockey, hockey, hockey. Busy, uh, busy weekend for the Flames. A lot of hockey talk. Um, Dustin Wolf gets called up. That was surprising.
1: Uh, when I saw that Markstrom was having that maintenance day, and then, you know, yes, you get Wolf called up. You're like, Elliot's okay, this is a road trip. Just in case something happens, it's probably good to have a third goalie around, and that's what Elliot said right off the bat with his tweets. Like, this is injury protection for Markstrom. No trade imminent. Okay. And That's what I kind of felt like. Yeah. And, and while he's up here, Patty put it out there as well on, on X. It was just like, he's up here. Well, why not play him? Play him a game.
0: They got all three. abs. Yeah, but okay, but tomorrow night in Ottawa. Okay, um, I I wouldn't do that. Here's why: the Flames are in no position to throw Dustin Wolf a cookie right now, and uh, facing NHL shooters for the first no, time this season. Like,
1: I, I get it. The goaltending isn't the problem. You well, don't want to what be I mean. messing with what that.
0: Is, what is has Dan Valdar or Jacob Markstrom done for them for exactly. Dustin Wolf to start ahead of them? No, nothing. No, nothing. Th- the again, only reason he's
1: going to start is if, if one of those guys right. is really hurt.
0: There's no way I'm starting Dustin Wolf in any of these games. I'm just not. I like Vladar and Markstrom, and Markstrom might be banged up. Vladar deserves the net right now. No, yeah, exactly.
1: If Markstrom's hurt, Vladar and, should and be. I get,
0: and I get that Dustin Wolf will more than likely be the goalie of the future in this franchise. Obviously, things can go sideways quickly in the goaltending department, as the oh, Oilers and yeah. the Leafs. But I'm just not starting him in any of these games. He's just insurance, and that's what he is. You hope he doesn't have to get a start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Or plays, otherwise uh, things have gone sideways in some of those games. And again, people want to romanticize this thing like, oh, he deserves his shot, he deserves whatever. But if it is in fact injury protection and you bring up a great point that it's uh, Markstrom maintenance day, maybe he's dealing with something. Yeah, then Vladar plays. If Markstrom can't go, then Wolf's going to have to play. Mm -hmm. But if if Markstrom's healthy enough to play any of these games, in my opinion, Wolf shouldn't see the net. No, I think you're right too. Like with that,
1: he he's shown it uh at this point this year that he's uh the probably the number one reason the like he's probably the best player so far through the third through the 13 games or whatever it is for the Calgary Flames. And uh yeah, he hasn't shown anything to take that spot away from him. Of course, you oh, you want to give Dustin Wolf a run in some meaningful games this year, not game 82 against the San Jose Sharks when it means nothing. Yep. Um But again, I think Calgary's also in a a position right now. It's like, okay, well, we're playing probably the the best hockey we have all year. Last seven periods, at least, have been pretty rock solid from this group. Starts have been slow. That's got to get figured out. I don't, you know, a slow start tonight's probably not good because of that offense that Toronto possesses. Yep. And I think with with Mark Sherman-Vladar, it just gives this team just that extra little bit of confidence that they've lacked when they know that, hey... We've got two two reliable goaltenders. Like I mean, Vladar's saves against Seattle. Markstrom made a great couple great saves against Nashville there. To before Nashville could have really taken that thing over, Markstrom held him in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think if 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 if, if you want to like Markstrom, Vladar and like I don't know, I, I think I don't think I, I I agree. I don't think Wolf probably sees a game on this little swing here, but having him around the group is probably a, a nice thing to have. Sure. Especially early on, you know, he's last year was the end of the year. You don't, you were kind of like, you obviously had the coach trying to fight for a playoff spot this year. It's, 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 it's a little bit different. Yeah. You, you, you still got so much more rope in front of you here, but it, but it is mm-hmm. go time. And I, and I,
0: you don't want to be messing with the goaltending. Um, we got lots to do today. As I mentioned, lots of hockey talk. Um, <laughs> the Oilers lost in San Jose last night. I like all the lip readers on Twitter saying, Oh, Woodcroft walking off the icing. Oh, that's it. Like, are you sure he even said that? Like, people just, when they do lip reading, they want it, they want them to say what We're they not think. We're all they John said. Boy guys. Yeah, it's like, come on, stop, stop. And there's a couple of really interesting tweets. And the thing with
1: Woodcroft here, before we go into it, yep, how much can you fault him with, with the, with, 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 this defense and goaltending with what they've had. That's not that's not so much on him as it is on management, Ken Holland that they we've talked about. They didn't have this team ge- geared up enough to to really go again this year, obviously with that back six, with the bottom six and that goaltending and that defense. I just like how much is that on Woodcroft?
0: No essentially uh, it's the same group it was no, last it's, year. It's it's Eckholm's hurt, yep. uh, nurses and playing up to standards nope. and Bouchard's a liability out yep. there. And Cody CeCe was never good. No, nope. Like I, and I guess <laughs> just, like how much is that? With Woodcroft? all due respect to Cody CeCe, yeah. like, yeah, he got another contract out of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wonder how much of the, it is really on Woodcroft. If if they do go down that road here, if I think they should look to this, how the, like Maddie said it yesterday, like they didn't use their first, they didn't use their top prospects to try and add to this team to, to fill it out. And I get caps, a big issue as well, but, I wonder. I'm watching the coach. How much is it on the coach?
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, again, it's the old adage, Patrick. You can't fire all the players. Nope. You fire the coach.
1: Exactly. And I think Ken Holland is also. I mean, he's he's leaving here in the end of the at uh, the end of his contract. Anyways, at the end of this year. So, how much he's like, oh, let's get rid of
0: Ken Holland. Let's just have Jeff Jackson put his stamp on this damn team. Yep. Um, nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Uh, you want to weigh in on the uh the Oilers? The Oilers losing in San Jose last night makes me feel like blank heading into the weekend. It's a good pick-me-up. I yeah.
1: mean, it could change a lot tonight with the, if the flames drop, you know. No, it doesn't a matter.
0: Uh, the Oilers losing in San Jose <laughs> last night makes me feel like doing blank on the weekend. 960-960 name and location. You like that? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I want to hear what people are doing now because the Oilers lost to the Sharks. <laughs> Long weekend. Losing the Sharks. Okay, so a couple tweets last night. nine sixty nine sixty 960, name and location. The Oilers losing in San Jose last night makes me want a blank on the weekend.
1: Hmm. I mean, wh-
0: yeah. How about her? So I had 41 <laughs> cores like. Um, yeah, that'll help. I like how well we got it. I mean, text. Maddie, probably Dylan, Dylan I appreciate it. your uh, weighing in, Dylan. What did Dylan say? Um, saying it's bad karma for the Flames. What karma do the Flames have? Like they, they're, they're not they're they're, not, they're the not gonna win best the cup. Team in the league. Yeah, they're not gonna win the cup. Like <laughs> But that team up north is supposed to win the cup. They're, that, that's they're the ones that the cup or buzz. No nobody's nobody's <laughs> kidding ourselves around. And it wasn't here.
1: even a media member that said that. Yeah, so. nobody's
0: kidding ourselves that the Flames are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Maybe a playoff team. Maybe <laughs> And things really got to go their six. way. They got to go five or six this weekend. That's what I mean. <laughs> Nobody's getting her. What yeah. karma? <laughs> yeah. Like for the Flames. Well, oh, they'll, they'll finish what? 10th in the West? Like. Yeah. No. Uh, 960, 960 name and location. The Oilers losing to the Sharks makes me want to blank this weekend. 960 960 name oh, and location.
1: Uh the Oilers losing makes me feel like Mike Commodore seeing Babs fired. Oh boy. Might get one in to celebrate. That's Brett Ennisfield.
0: In oh, that's nice. 960 960 name and location. E um there's some interesting tweets last night. <laughs> so um contributor to uh SportsNet. Mm. Uh, Paul Bissonnette. He was on the uh He was. Hockey he was on the panel. Hockey night last night. I thought he was really good. They should probably do that full time. Um yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yep. Um, saw his tweet last night, uh, about seven hours ago, on X slash Twitter, whatever they're calling it these days. Uh, GVP, I want to get your opinion on this, too. Uh, Paul Bissonette, uh, his official Twitter account, too. This isn't this isn't like Paul Bissonette or something like that. 1.2 million followers. Um, he just tweeted out, it's time, Edmonton, it's time, and it's a photo of Daryl Sutter. <laughs> I see that. That's an old photo, of Daryl too. Yeah, he has a lot more uh, feathers on it's top. Like
1: well five oh six, Daryl.
0: <laughs> um, your thoughts of uh, Daryl Sutter potentially going to Edmonton? First of all, I think it, I think there's zero chance it happens. <laughs> zero
1: chance because I don't think he wants to go there. I don't think he has. Are you sure? Depending on the Dude's money, a right? I mean, he's already getting paid by here. Might as well go take another three mil from from them. No, uh, but
0: just just for the sheer of the.
1: Clarity and the oh, stick it to them. Stick it to the guys did uh yep. It would be hilarious. And I know a lot of people are talking, like Wish has brought it up. that obviously. Is there a less than zero percent chance? I don't or, think there's a less than zero okay. percent chance. Okay.
0: Is there a less than a one percent chance?
1: I don't think I think it's less than ten percent chance.
0: Oh, wow. I think there
1: is actually a, a chance. I don't think okay I don't think Daryl was ready to is re- was obviously ready to hang it up. I think he, he might still have that in him because yep. obviously the tenure here ended real quick, quicker than he expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I j- I just think with with, uh, with 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 what went on here, I don't I don't know. I I don't think it's gonna happen. But it's less than ten. I'm I'm not saying okay. it's a, it's a minute chance. It's a very minute chance. But there there's a chance. I think it's oh. not like
0: he has to go very far. Right.
1: Vikings closer to Edmonton than is Calgary.
0: Um, GVP, your thoughts?
1: Um, I, I,
2: I don't think it's likely that it's going to happen, but, uh-huh. um, it, like when Daryl Sutter came back, sorry, before you oh, finished,
0: sorry. is it more likely to happen today than it was last night? Yes, I, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> We've moved it. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I, you I don't. don't... <laughs> it's it's stating again, the obvious about uh, it's about oh, I'm, I'm
0: cutting you off again. Sorry. Yeah. We talked about this this week. That ah, never happened. Not, no chance in hell. You guys are crazy. And then Patty's saying, "Oh, that's the ten percent," and you're like, well, "Maybe." We were okay, saying,
2: go ahead. we were saying, no chance in hell. You're crazy that the Oilers were going to lose this game last night, man. Right. And here we are. Yeah. But um, they
1: didn't even look good exactly, doing it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. They didn't even look good losing. We, we were talking about like McDavid having an absolute point night. Putting up some like Wilt Chamberlain numbers on the Sharks that are yeah. just call so Darryl terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, call
0: Yeah, fly Daryl Sittler in. Yep. And uh, yeah, he he goes
2: pointless, and it's it's an obvious thing to say that this Oilers team needs a kick in the pants, and who else would be able to contribute that better than than Daryl Sutter? So I, I I think they need some sort of hard nosed coach to to turn things around. I I, I don't think that's. I think Daryl's the kind of guy that can come in midway through a season and, and turn a team around. Did that with the LA Kings. Um I I I think it's like a less than five percent chance just because of the the way he went out here. There's a lot of narrative saying that he was creating a, a toxic thing. I don't know if the Oilers wanna take that on necessarily, but Daryl Sutter knows how to win games. And the Oilers need to start winning. So that's where I'm at with that. Uh,
0: I would uh, again. I I I think it's just very it, unlikely. It's just fun to talk about. Because if it's firing about. Woodcroft and then promoting Gulletson, what are you doing there? Yeah. Like, well, how much is that going to
1: change? Like nothing. Absolutely nothing. I,
0: just just for the 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 talk show fodder of Daryl Sutter getting hired by the Oilers would be incredible. But would sure, the, okay, but would the Flames let him? Well, that's the thing. He, I believe they. He's under technically, contract. They'd have to trade no, him. he's under he's under contract. Technically, they'd have to trade no, him. They, no, they can go. just no. They, they can just say, yeah, you can go. I don't know. They, they trade coaches in the NHL. Yeah, no, no. They they can say you can go, right? Yeah, they can. I don't think they would. Not. W- to why would they? Not to. Why would
1: they help him out? Exactly. And that's where all these like trade uh, 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 trades. No, you, you don't help out this team when they're struggling. No, no. It, it'd be different if if it was like Oilers were uh, were. Ahead of it in the play, okay. We want a depth defenseman on the deadline. We'll give you a first, sure. But no, not right now. Not when this team, when they're both struggling. Both these teams are struggling. Let's not kid ourselves. Would yep. the
2: Flames even consider uh, hel- it helping the Oilers if we let Daryl go and do <laughs> <laughs> like, that? Yeah, sure. Let like, them yeah. take him. Yeah, whatever. We, we we just kicked him out of here. We're like, yeah, have fun with that. Like, I, I'm not even sure if they'd consider that helping him, but.
0: I mean, the guy. The guy knows how to win. Listen, again, whatever you say or everyone says about Daryl Sutter, the guy is a slam dunk Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, Stanley Cup multiple Stanley Cup champion. Like, again, uh, I just think it's just the idea of that happening would be incredible here in Calgary. Oh God, I don't think I don't think the Flames will let it happen. I don't know how his contract mm. is written, but I do believe it would. They would have to green light him going to Edmonton because he's being paid by the team and he's under contract still. But just, uh, could you imagine him behind the Oilers bench? <laughs> what that would look like. Oh and then they go God. on a heater and then everybody in Calgary would be super bitter. But so oh, maybe, yeah. may, why even try? Why Le- even, why even uh, test that? Leon's why, got why to a- test those waters. Leon leaves. Right. Band, oh, I think you had to take it.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Could you imagine Daryl throwing like McDavid under the bus or something like that?
0: It'd be great. <laughs> what, nu- <laughs> what number does he wear? Yeah. <laughs> 97 wasn't good defensively tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Three goals wasn't good defensively. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, we got lots to do. Um, I, got, uh, I got a couple things sure, about the Oilers' sure. loss tonight. Um, Melancholy Malcolm couldn't wait to text me. Yeah. Uh, about uh, reading some tweets. He's in. From X. So yeah. we'll hear from Melancholy Malcolm in the show. Good and um, today is uh, Friday, November tenth. I have a I have a sample size of uh, if you're in the uh, where you are right now in the standings, don't look good for you in the NHL.
1: Yeah, like the Thanksgiving Day is arbi- is just the arbitrary date because it's like no, yeah. oh, it's it's a it's a good benchmark. It's a main day. It's earlier than that.
0: Yeah, I uh, I have some numbers to back that up. I absolutely Good. have some numbers Good. Uh, to back that up because watching that game last night, I, I was actually I had uh, I had ball hockey last night and I was in disbelief when I looked up to the bar and I saw the sharks celebrating. I'm like, oh boy! It, it, it almost, I was in disbelief. They it, lost. It almost
1: felt like like when Columbus beat uh, Tampa Bay in the playoffs. I know it's like it's only like game thirteen of the year, but it's like, wow. Oh, you think Columbus can actually do this? That's They're how like,
2: bad the Sharks
1: are, though. I know. It's that's just like that's how bad pathetic. the Sharks are that we just we we, were, we just couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe that they won a regular season game against the Oilers. Yeah. When this league is a, a can, any given Sunday type league, you can be anybody. Well, yeah, because of the salary cap. Exactly. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> and the crowd was the crowd was excited. I know it was
0: a small crowd, but they were feeling it last night too. Mm-hmm. They knew what was at stake in that um, game as well. Got this. Are the morning show, guys, Oilers fans. Sutter joining the Oilers uh, is Nightmare Fuel. Greatest coach in Flames history. One of the greatest of all time in NHL history. Is he the greatest coach of all in Flames history? He's the or second. Or Terry Crisp. He's, Terry Crisp won the Stanley Cup here. I mean, Bob Johnson's the most winningest guy to coach yeah. here, too. So, that's how you perceive he's it, right? He's two or three, really, in my well, mind. Well, yeah, top three, for sure. Yeah. There's no question about that. We're just saying it would make for great radio. Yeah, yeah that would. <laughs> like, we're just being <laughs> selfish. But yeah, he's obviously here. I, I think
1: he's like yeah. a two or three. Obviously, he's got the two cups out in, uh, no, out in Los yeah, Angeles. No, there's no
0: question he's one, no, one of the best coaches of all time in NHL history. That, that, that's un, that's un, undeniable. Like, yep. there, there's no question about that. But it's we just, all know
1: his type of coach, very short, short uh, shelf life
0: yeah, nowadays. That's there's fine. very few left. Like, even towards Are his, the Oilers having fun, though? Um, fun doesn't matter. Uh, no, no, it does. No, uh, if you listen on. to this show, you know I'm not a fun guy. I'm a win guy. I'm I'm on the
2: same page. Maybe they should win go games. take a trip up the
0: Space Needle tomorrow. I wish Maddie was Seattle. here because we had uh, we had it was me, Maddie, and Julian who had that fiery conversation about win- fun in players and environment. You know it's fun winning. Um yeah, exactly. Did you guys see this on Twitter last night? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I looked this morning um uh, because Malcolm really likes to look at the uh, <laughs> the final score card. So the Oilers will post the final score of a game, and then you see all the comments below, and it's just like, it is a total S show. They didn't post the final score. The Oilers didn't. No. Wow. They did it later with a game recap. Yeah. But fresh off the final buzzer. Like their first video was wasn't like, final score 3-1 or 3-2. Yeah, they didn't post it. Huh. I thought that was very interesting. They didn't want to read the comments. I'm like, seriously? You didn't do that? And I'm looking at the official Oilers Twitter account. Uh, They don't even have a million followers, which is weird. Um, Again, I'm not seeing... Because you know where the final score was posted? Where's that? Oilers Plus. Well, okay. That's fine. Good for them trying to make money. (laughs) But yeah, like here it is. Uh, Nuge down by one with 226 to play. And then the next tweet... Uh, is uh, there's only one way through it's going to be together, I believe, in this group. Nine. Ryan nugent Hopkins shares his thoughts yeah, after that. Was a, yeah, noge down. Where's by the one? score there's, card? There's no final score. Here. Right? Where is it? Where is it? They know what's happening. They, they knew what they're doing. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's definitely intentional. Or you just read the
1: comments after Leon's. Oh, yeah. The first comment after Leon's post. This still isn't the final
0: score. Yeah, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I don't see it. All right, we got lots to do today. Uh, I'm going to give you a stat on where the Oilers are. We're going to do um, Melancholy Malcolm's going to join us later on in the show. We got Sam McKee, Frank Cerevalli, Derek Wills joining us. Uh, you're pinch hitting for one Matt Rose. Desert. What do you got coming up in the Rose report? Well, it's busy night around the
1: NHL, 11 games to get to. Week 10 in the NFL got underway. And uh, tonight, Calgary
0: Flames game day. That's cool. where we'll start. All right, we'll do that next. Uh, 960, 960, name and location. Uh, the Oilers losing to the Sharks last night makes you want to blank this weekend. The Oilers <laughs> losing to the Sharks makes me want to blank this weekend. 960, 960, 960, <laughs> name and location. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, to top of the hour, uh, the producer Real Kipper and Bourne. On the Sportsnet radio and television network, Sam McKee ahead of the Flames in Toronto tonight to play the Leafs in the Hall of Fame game. Hey, Mike Vernon getting in.
1: Yeah, it's that's like, cool. It's a good class. I was going yeah, through it Yeah, a lot of goalies. Night. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go through it here in the morning report. But yeah, I'm uh, excited to see uh, we'll Mike Vernon finally get in. Yeah.
0: Uh, Vernie. I think they call him.
1: Calgary Vern. and Mike
0: Vernon. Vernie. Uh, we'll talk to Sam McKee about that. Frank Cervali NHL Daily Faceoff. Ooh, a lot of juicy stuff to talk about the Oilers with Frank. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Derek will is the voice of the Calgary Flames on Sportsnet 960. I'm sure Derek will put a positive spin on the last couple of games, as he should. Yeah, Flames winners are two straight, best hockey they played all year. Yep, the last three games, mm-hmm. best hockey this year. Yep, uh, but right now, uh, no Maddie Rose. He's off today. A deserved off. It's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and bloom. Matty Rose. No, this is Patrick.
1: Yeah, the Flames—they uh, head out on an Eastern Canada road trip. You know, it's three games starting tonight in Toronto.
0: Moses parted the seas a couple times.
1: <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Uh, there, Chris, uh, taking on Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Calgary uh, yesterday recalling top prospect and goalie Dustin Wolf. Elliot Friedman reporting that it's just injury protection and not. Uh, there's not a trade imminent or anything. Uh, Wolf picked up where he left off the last two seasons with the Wranglers in six games. He's got five wins, got a 9.24 save percentage, and a 234 goals against. Uh, so, uh, if you crawl, Jacob Marsham was held out of Wednesday's practice with the, what the team is calling a maintenance day. Uh, so, for the time being, the Flims are carrying three goalies. Unsure of what the plans are, the uh, team is set to go for their morning skate at Scotiabank Arena coming up at 9 30 Calgary time. So, perhaps maybe we're going to look at. Who will be between the pipes tonight against the Leafs. Calgary entering this game, easily playing their best hockey of the season over the last seven periods. They've scored 11 goals, but they've gone down early in both their last outings against Seattle and Nashville. Not sure if that's the type of game you want to play tonight uh, against Toronto. Regardless of the Leafs' struggles defensively, yeah. offensively, they can avalanche you very quickly. Uh, so the start is something I'm sure the Flames will be uh, wanting to pay some extra care to tonight. Leafs not playing great at all. They're one, three and two over their last six games, 26 goals against in that time as well. Leafs will get a boost uh, on the back end, likely, as Jack McCabe uh, looks to return to the lineup. He was skating on the second pair with Mark Giordano, but again, Mark Giordano's on your second pair. Uh, uh, Sheldon Keith said yesterday uh, that Joe Wall will get the start. Also wonder maybe Ryan Reeves could possibly be a healthy scratch. He did skate oh on the fourth line yesterday. Uh, the team did recall Pontius Holmberg, uh, so we'll wait and see. Flames' pregame goes at four with Patton West. Puck drop a little bit after 5 o'clock right here on
0: Sportsnet 96. You can watch it on Sportsnet West. I've given uh, the stats about the Leafs struggling at home. Tonight's the night for the Flames to maybe get it right offensively. Yeah. Uh, maybe put put the biscuit in the basket. Uh, Maple Leafs, seven home games this season. 34 goals allowed. 4.86 goals allowed per game. And their team save percentage, worst in the NHL, 840. Wow. Woof. Yeah. Not Wolf. Woof. Wolf. Joe uh, Wolf. Uh, not his not his well, fault. No. Uh well no, it's guys. Is he real number one goaltender? I don't it's know. What Price. His is he uh is he Samsonov? Samsonov's only had one good year in the NHL. Samsonov's feeling it. He's not he's not feeling right. Well, this uh, is a chance for yeah. the Flames to take advantage of a very bad defense mm-hmm. and very bad goaltending of the Toronto Maple Leafs, especially yeah. on a home ice.
1: Uh another stat that came out uh, well like the Leafs have uh, thirty goals scored or thirty of their forty four goals scored this year have only come from four players. Matthews, Nylander, Tavares, and Marner. The Flames actually are third in the league with the most players with at least two goals.
0: You know what? That well, means ex- absolutely nothing. I don't, it means nothing, to me. nothing it's no? zero. But the it Kings means and Canucks have, are just the two teams ahead of them. It means they don't have a superstar. That's what that means to me. Oh, would you rather have, you know, 10 guys who score two goals? Or would you rather have Austin Matthews, what, 13 he has on the season? Yeah. Which one would you rather have? Probably 13 goals. Yeah, of course. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, Flames and uh,
1: Leafs tonight to kick off that three-game Eastern Canada road trip, 5 o'clock puck drop right here on Sportsnet 960. Uh, Busy Thursday around the rink, so let's get to it. We'll start in Silicon Valley for the first edition of the Sicko Bowl between the Sharks and the Oilers. Seaweed, man. Yeah, Oilers, of course, start the game out shooting their opposition, but again, really nothing dangerous from this team. Late first period, they find themselves down thanks to Fabian Zetterland. Nice play from Thomas Hurdle behind the net to set him up. Oilers get an equalizer early on in the first, or early on in the second, thanks to Darnell Nurse on a two-on-one. But it was the Sharks that would answer about midway through the second, thanks to Thomas Hurdle. Puck takes a funny bounce off Zetterlund's skate, right to Hurdle's stick, and after 40, the Sharks regained their one-goal lead. Third period now, Sharks looking for an early dagger. Carpenter poked it free. Here comes Sturm the other way, lead pass, moving in, score. Philip Sedina gets it. That entire play was made by Ryan Carpenter at the blue line. Yeah. Uh, Zadina from Nico Sturm and Forever Aflame. Ryan Carpenter. Uh, 3-1 Sharks. That's a game winner. Oilers would get one more thanks to RNH, uh, But that was as close as they get. 3-2 Sharks the final. Those two teams now tied on points with five. They're 31 and 32 in the league. Ooh, how about Stuart Skinner? Three goals on 18 shots. Uh, let's hear from uh, from Leon.
0: It doesn't feel like anyone's going right now. Have you ever experienced something like this where, you know, some some guys slump, obviously, but it just feels like no one's going right now. Yep.
1: Great, great observation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Pissy Leon is back. Who was that young reporter who was very know. nervous talking to him? I have no idea. He was very yeah. nervous. He was very nervous right there. Like... Let's play that clip again. Just listen to how nervous he is asking Dreisaitl the question. It doesn't feel like anyone's going right now. Have you ever experienced something like this where, you know, some some guys slump, obviously, but it just feels like no one's going right now.
1: Yep. Great, great observation.
0: I just put Aww. him in a box, too. I feel bad for the reporter. I do, too. Because we work in this business. I know. There's, It's
1: not much we can say with these type of guys, but... What can you do? Four losses in a row now
0: for the Oilers there in Seattle on Saturday. You want to hear some stats? Yes, I do. You know I like stats. I do too. Because uh, numbers don't lie. Mm-mm. Um, Oilers, 2-9-1, their record, uh, 31st in the NHL. Yep. Goals against average, four ten. 10 31st in the NHL. Believe it or not, that's not the worst. No. 4.10, 31st. Uh, goals for 2.58. You think, you know, high-flying Oilers, McDavid, Subtle, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Uh, tied for 28th at 2.58. And their uh, save percentage, dead last in the NHL, 862. Yeah. Uh, and no bad. Like Jack Campbell in his first game down
1: in Bakersfield, he had four goals, allowed four goals on 17 shots. So, not great. Not great goaltending nope. right now in Edmonton. No, sir. Uh, Islanders Bruins. Damn Bruins. Charlie Coyle had his first career hat trick as the Bruins sink the Isles five-two. They improved to 11 1, and one. They were eleven and two after thirteen games last year, so they're actually one point better than they were last year when they set the single-season points record. Uh, but again, this doesn't mean anything. Talk to me in April. Win in April. That's what this Bruins team is.
0: Uh, hap- oh, oh, okay, but yeah. they also lost. You know their number one well, I know, and number I know, two I centers. I, I get that. I get that. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, you know what? The, you know what the Bruins are. here what the Bruins are. Um, there are a few organizations in the NHL where once you put that sweater on, there's an identity and a standard that you're held to that mm-hmm. you have to play. Oh, yeah. Um, the Bruins are that team mm-hmm. in the NHL right now. They have been that team for a while. Yep. The Flyers used to be that team. Used to be rough and tough and play that physical brand of hockey. But the way the Bruins like play you know, physical brand of hockey and also have to be responsible defensively, mm-hmm. is there a team that plays... To their M.O. of their franchise more than the Boston Bruins right now in the NHL.
1: No, and I think Vegas is trying to make it that way as well out there. And I don't say it's young days for them still in their franchise, but it feels like every Vegas team has got this one identity. Night way. Like, that's their identity. Yeah. What's
0: the Flames' identity? Plug some guys in and see if it clicks. Like, what's the Oilers' identity? It was it was Leon and Connor. Right, <laughs> you know what the Leafs' identity is? Let's
1: outscore our problems. Yep, and that's what Edmonton tried to do as what Edmonton yeah. did last year. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, no. But I mean, mean the Bruins—like yep. you put nope. them on the pedestal yeah, the, of of guys—they yep. put that B on their yep. shirt on they're their jersey. Cons- they're always great, and they're there. Yep, I it's incredible what they're doing. Yes, G.V. You GVP. think Tampa's there right now? Tampa's over the last another couple team years. that's
1: also try has that Tampa way with Two John Cops, Cooper. Two caps, been a three. You come here, you, you know. play this style of yep. hockey, it's going to be tough. There are oh, teams the in the Oh,
0: Bedard uh, beat them up last oh, night. Yeah, Bedard, oh, yeah, Bedard,
1: yeah, we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, but we'll go Habs and Red Wings. Montreal, uh, Flames will see Montreal on Monday to end this three-game trip. And on Thursday, the Habs were in the Motor City taking on the Wings. Need a little overtime, and uh, who, who else for Montreal?
0: Matheson to Suzuki to Matheson. Left circle feet, Cole Caulfield. Steps into the shot, and he scores. He picked the wow. yeah. corner of the goal. What, a, what kind of commentator is that? What a goal. Pick the cup, Connor. Yeah. That's uh, the, the Red Wings uh, radio network. I love um, that. Cole Caulfield, fastest in NHL history to seven overtime yeah, winners. Yeah, that's
1: a seventh OT. It ties him with Connor and, and Stephen Stamkos uh, for the most before the age of 23. He doesn't
0: turn 23 until January 2nd. So that, a good if, chance that falls. If you get a chance, go watch that wrist shot. It was just gross. Oh, yeah. yeah. His release for a little boy like that is incredible. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Uh, Wild, little boy. Well, well, he's little. I know he is. And he uh, shoots it like, <laughs> he's like what Matthew Phillips wishes he was. He shoots it like a big boy. Yeah. Big
1: boy. Yep. Uh, mini and the blue shirts on Broadway. Rangers coming in, winners of eight of their last ten. Uh, they've been rolling. And look out if this guy gets going. Rossi, centering pass off a of Rangers skate. And now Lafreniere, two on one, up the right side. Back across, score. Lafreniere on the give-and-go, of and the Rangers lead 2-1. Two yeah, 2022, 2020 first overall pick puts home the Trocheck pass with a nasty giveaway by Marco Rossi. Lafreniere had three points on the night. They beat the Wild 4-1. Nucks and Sens in the nation's capital. Flames will see both these teams over the next four days. Vancouver, an absolute wagon, coming winners of four in a row, and that continued on Thursday. Last, Pedersen had three points to now lead the league in scoring with 24. He's one up on Nikita Kucherov and three up on his teammate, Quinn Hughes, way to be Vancouver. Uh, they take out the Senators. Uh, Blackhawks and Lightning. Chicago down in Tampa. And Connor Bedard with uh, his best game of his young career. He had two goals, two assists. Uh, the first goal, he beats Victor Hedman to the net and out muscles him on a nice nice tip goal and then uh, makes a nice pass on the 2 on o uh, It was make, gorgeous. Uh, and the third goal, he had the assist. Oh, my God. The neutral zone play with Felino uh, to make it 4-2 after 20 minutes. Of, that was just after 20 minutes of play. He had an assist on Corey Perry's second period goal. Uh, 5-3 Blackhawks Stars fall down 2-0 to Columbus But then score 5 on answer to beat the Jackets 5-2 Matt Duchesne with a 3.9 Blues beat the Yotes 2-1 Best part of this game was Liam O'Brien chasing Sammy Blay down like it's the opening scenes Of Happy Gilmore uh, I don't know what Blay did It was an innocent hit but Liam O'Brien was not happy uh, Predators and Jets Jets hosting Nashville uh, And welcome to the Kyle Connor Show now for Scheifeley with some speed for Connor. Dashing in to the back end. Kyle Connor shoots and scores! Two goals in the period for Kyle Connor. He's hit double digits on the season.
0: His ninth and tenth, and Winnipeg leads at 3 1.
1: Yeah, and he would get his 11th later on in an empty net to ha- cap off a hat trick. Four point night for Connor. Jets double up, the Predators 6 3. Winnipeg wins a third in a row. Uh, Den- out to Denver for the Avalanche and Kraken. And I'm sure Avs fans are sick of Seattle going into their barn and beating their team. Ollie Bjorkstrand, how about you? In behind the cage, Oliver Bjorkstrand. In front, Ellie Tolman and shot right on. Scores!
2: Rebound, Bjorkstrand and the Kraken take a 4-3
0: lead. 31 seconds to go in regulation.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, The Avalanche fall 4-3 to the Kraken. Uh, Penguins and Kings needed overtime. Brian, Brian Rust, he had technically two overtime winning goals.
0: Back for Malkin. Malkin, red line and blue. Carving it left it for Rust. Here he is again. Dips behind on the rubber Oh, it's... It's he it. did. Oh, he did it! He
1: did it! Brian Rust! He would not be denied! He is the star in Hollywood! I don't believe what I've just witnessed. 4-3 pens in... Overtime Tonight's schedule, Wild and Sabres go uh, at 5 o'clock on Sportsnet 1. And uh, you got the Hurricanes and Panthers, Capitals and Devils at 8 o'clock. you got the Flyers at Ducks. And then the Sharks visit the Golden Knights. You can watch that one on Sportsnet West as well. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's also Hockey Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, Flamestock, I'm sure, will have tons of coverage today and tomorrow during the pregame. Uh, surrounding, of course, Mike Vernon, the former Flame, who finally gets into the hollowed halls. Mike spent 11 of his 17 seasons over two stints with the Flames, of course, winning the Stanley Cup in 1989. And, of course, he was a member of those wonderful Detroit Red Wings teams in the mid to late 90s, winning the Cup again in 1997, as well as the con Smythe, uh, of course, was a co-main event in the Avs Wings Brawls of the day, his fight with Patrick Waugh, one of the great visuals of 90s hockey. Uh, Vernon will be joined by fellow goaltenders, Stanley Cup winning uh, Tom Barrasso, and the sixth most winningest goaltender and most wins by a European goalie, the King Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, Pierre Turgeon is also getting in. He probably would have gotten in a lot earlier uh, if he didn't play for so many teams. Hmm. Six teams in 19 years, and he never spent more than five seasons in one place. Sneaky P. Yeah. Uh, it's his 1,327 points are the most by a player that wasn't already in the Hall of Fame. There are only four players who have more points than Pierre. Two are still playing, one kind of still is, and one just retired. Can you name those four? Okay,
0: do it again for me. Here, let me...
1: Four, four players have more points than Pierre Turgeon... All those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Four are still not in the Hall of Fame, but obviously will be. Who are um, those four players? Yeah, who are they? Okay, one
0: is Mark nope. Oh. Um, Has more points than Pierre Turgeon and not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah.
1: Joe Thornton?
0: Thornton's one. Okay, just retired. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, oh, kind, oh, I said oh, kind
1: of oh. still playing. Two are still playing, and one just retired. Oh. Crosby and Ovechkin? Crosby. Crosby and Ovechkin, yep. Oh, and there's one more. One's still playing, kind of. Really? Uh, He's an old boy.
0: Yeah, you should. Uh, Patrick Kane? Oh, it's Jeremy Yager. Oh, oh. oh, come on! Kind of
1: still playing. Yeah. As an owner. <laughs> With his Czech team. Uh, also, 10-time gold medalist uh, Caroline Wallette gets in. Uh, one of three members of the Triple Gold Club. Uh, former Stanley Cup winning head coach Ken Hitchcock, of course, of the uh, head coach of the Yuri Lettinen-led 1999 Dallas Stars. Uh, and, of course, the late Pierre Lacroix. Uh, the first GM of the Colorado Avalanche, made best known for orchestrating Patrick Waugh's get-out-of-Montreal ticket oh. and winning a Stanley Cup in his first season there. Great class. Uh, NFL Week 10 got underway at Soldier Field last night. Yeah, we watched this. Uh, the 2-7 and seven Bears hosting the 1-7 and seven Panthers. A uh, big one for the Bears is they have the Panthers' first-round pick in this coming draft, so a win by the Bears could go a long way in securing that first overall pick. Uh, it was also the first battle between a Harlan Hill Award winner and a Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, yes. I have no idea what that is. Tyson Bagent is uh, the high, uh, Harlan
0: Hill, the Division Two Heisman. Oh, okay. Yes. Harlan Hill, the Harlan Hill Award. How many Harlans do you meet nowadays? Well, oh, I
1: don't know. I don't think there's any. But uh, Al Michaels was actually in attendance for a game that Harlan Hill played in back in 1958 between <laughs> the Bears and Rams at LA Coliseum. He talked about it on the broadcast.
0: Oh. Yeah. He's old. Al is old. He's 77 years old. And he's still not going to retire. He's still giving her. He's still he going to come He likes to stakes at halftime. He likes to cash his, you know, 30, 40 mil, whatever Hell he's making yeah. for Amazon. Doesn't care. He cashes a nice ticket at the end of a nice parlay. Uh,
1: first, uh, who had the punt return as a first score prop? Ooh. Fields at the
0: 24. Escapes. Nice run back. Only one man to beat. And Gill. Down the sidelines, skirting the sidelines, and takes it all the way in.
1: Yeah, Panthers strike first. Amir Smith-Marset takes it 79 yards to the house. Kakalaki out to a 7-0 lead. Tyson Bajant not looking the worst, but the Bears were unable to actually get a touchdown in the first half. Instead settling for threes, Cairo Santos, field goals. Uh, It was 10-9 Carolina at the half. Third quarter, Bears finally hit Pater.
0: Give it to Foreman. And he's in. Deontay Foreman takes it in for the touchdown. Well, they were set up nicely after the punt. They go 38 yards. It's a four-yard touchdown. Nine plays, and Chicago takes the lead.
1: Yeah, Bears go out in front 16-13. Late fourth quarter, Panthers driving for a tie or a go-ahead touchdown. And on fourth and 10, Frank Reich decides to kick it. Have Eddie Pinero come out and kick a 59-yard field goal. I love Eddie Pinero. like Pinedo. saying his name, but Eddie Pinero. He does not have a 59-yard leg in him. It was short. Shows how much faith he has in Bryce Young to get 10 yards. Mm. Uh Bears run out the clock. They win this one 16 13. Under. Under
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. The prime since week six, there's only there's only one game that's gone over since yeah. week six in prime time. Yep. That's absurd. This is a problem, NFL. I don't know what it is, but
1: you have to figure it out. It's not fun watching these teams play at night uh when they're the only game around. Uh, Panthers owner David Tepper was in attendance, and we know he's not afraid to fire coaches. You wonder how much Reich has left Mm. in him, even though he's not even at the end of year one in Carolina. Uh, but this team is not winning anything until they surround Bryce Young with more pieces. Yeah,
0: especially an offensive line. He yes. was running for his life at Four, times there yeah, last night. Yeah. Uh, Again, everybody's saying, oh, I should have taken C.J. Stroud. It doesn't whatever. matter. Like, when you don't put a guy in a position to win, yeah. it's very difficult in the National matter. Football League to succeed. Especially if you don't have an offensive line. You can throw Tom Brady behind a bad O-line. He's not going to do anything. That's just the way it is in the National Football yep. League.
1: Also, the first time since 1998 versus the Ravens where the Bears allowed zero sacks, had zero turnovers, and allowed zero offensive touchdowns. Wow.
0: Yeah, good for the Bears.
1: Uh, looking ahead to Sunday, one more European game, and it's the Colts and Patriots coming your way from Frankfurt at 730. Rumors I hate sw- myself
0: that I'm going to wake up and watch it I know, me too. I hate myself. For
1: doing Rumors that. swirling that this could be it for Bill Belichick if the Pats do indeed lose to Indianapolis. So we'll be waiting in bated breath. As we watch, could possibly be the hoodie's final
0: game in New England. I
1: don't think it's going to get no, to that there's point.
0: There's no way they're firing them in season. <sighs> Robert, no Cra-
1: chance. Jonathan Kraft and Robert Kraft were not happy with that game on Sunday against Washington. Other games to watch on Sunday in, el- in the 11 a.m. window, a lot of good ones. Headlined by the AFC North battle between the Browns and Ravens. A uh, great interconference matchup between the Niners and Jags. Uh, the 2:30 window has the Lions and Chargers as well as how bad will the Cowboys' defense beat up on Tommy DeVito? They beat him 41-0 in week one at MetLife. Boys favored by 16. And on our 960 airways at 230, we'll have the Commanders visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Sunday nighter, Jets, Raiders. Woof. Uh, I'll go uh, over. Oh, we still got a little time here. Be
0: radical. CFL football. Get in the game.
1: Yeah. CFL Divisional Finals go yeah, tomorrow afternoon. You're wearing
0: your Bombers hoodie. Damn right I How am. dare you. Damn right. This, 1 p.m. This is a stamp station. I don't care. And a
1: show. 1 p.m. Uh, the sixteen and two Toronto well, Argonauts. You cover the stamps. Play you their turncoat. <laughs> play their first. Hey, you Prussian. <laughs> their first meaningful game in over a month and a Benedict half. Benedict Arnold. When they host the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, do you know what the Al's actually have the longest Grey Cup appearance drought in the entire CFL? Which was is hard it, to three? believe. Three. No. Which is hard to believe. They, it's they act- what? They went to eight Grey Cups in eleven seasons. It's four. No, they haven't gone since twenty ten. Okay. Every team has gone to the Grey Cup in that time. Thirteen years, yeah, in a nine-team I, league. I know it's not mm. it's not a big stat, but it's like how good the Owls yeah, were. Well, that's interesting, yeah, for so long. Anthony Calvillo, yeah, like eight great Cups in eleven years. He'll always be a member of the Las Vegas posse. Damn I'm right, right. Yeah, or the Tie Cats. Uh, could be a
0: sellout first sellout for at BMO for the Argos since they got there in twenty sixteen. I went to a game, not this summer, but the previous summer, right before I got here. Yeah. It was fun. It, it's, a good, got, it's a good place to watch a game because you're so close to the action. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the best right. stadium for that because it is sure. a soccer specific stadium. Sure, I bought six tall boys for $95. That's that Literally. See for you. Six tall boys for $95. That ain't right. That
1: ain't right. That ain't right. Uh, West Final goes to 4:30. Rematch last year's West Finals. The Bombers try to get to a fourth consecutive Grey Cup. Uh, team could be with two big names, Dalton Schoen and Nick Dembski. Uh, we'll know more when the depth charts drop a little bit later on this morning. Play the, the
0: West Final drinking game. Yeah, I will. Every VA, time they say VA, 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 do a shot. Yeah. You won't I, be able to keep your eye o- hope, eyes open before halftime. I hope VA's on his back a lot. Oh, wow. Uh,
1: and the Stampeders made a few signings as they continue to prep for the offseason. I already? Think, yeah, the five players on their practice squad. Uh, Clifford Chapman, Tyler Richardson, Will Sholo. they already spent time on their practice squad. They got full-time contracts. And the club also announced the signings of quarterback Kyle Treese and DB Mazzy Wilkins. Uh, NBA just two games last night in the association. The high-flying Pacers offense outscored the Bucks by two to win 126-124. Despite the second-best point effort of Giannis's career, he had 54-12. Tyrese Halliburton led the way for Indiana with 29-6-10. And I guess there was a game in Mexico City last night? There was? Yeah, NBA-Mexico City game. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks and the Orlando Magic. Trey Young dropping 41 in a 120-119 win over the Magic. Nine games on the schedule tonight, all part of the NBA's in-season tournament group play. Hornets and Wiz, Nets and Celtics, Pels and Rockets, Jazz and Grizzlies, T-Wolves, Spurs, Clippers, Mavs, Lakers, Suns, and Thunder Kings. There's your NBA schedule tonight. Uh, Calgary Hitman locally. They host their Provincial rivals and the Oil Kings tonight. I'll go at 7 o'clock down at the Dome. They'll do it up again tomorrow in Edmonton. Both those games can be heard over on our alternate feed, Sportsnet.ca/slash/960. Calgary Wranglers also in action tonight, taking on the AHL affiliate of the Anaheim Ducks in the San Diego Gulls. Wranglers recalled Connor Murphy from ECHL Rapid City. Obviously, expect Oscar. So you think you can dance as the starter? How dare you? Yeah, take I know. My stuff. I know. Uh, well, Dustin, well, is yours. That's why I'm yours. So you think you can donsk? Uh, as well as like with Dustin Wolf up in the big club. They'll be in Palm Palm Springs tomorrow to take on Coachella Valley. Uh, The AJ, the Oilers, take on the Bonneville Pontiacs at seven. Uh, They'll take on the Lloyd Bobcats tomorrow, and the Canucks tangle with the Brooks Bandits this evening down the road in uh, in Brooks. Uh, And uh, Florida Man Friday, gotta keep that alive uh, with Maddie, and it's a nice Florida Man Friday. I always love the picking banjo. Yeah, right. Uh, And this Florida Man was in the right place at the right time Uh, while visiting his daughters just outside of Orlando uh, during a night out for dinner. Eddie Montero began feeling dizzy and then collapsed. Oh. Mr. Montero was going into cardiac arrest in front of his daughters and grandchild, who he is meeting for the first time. What? Lucky for him, there are four doctors sitting right beside him. Uh, Shout out Dr. Nicole Brenner, a physician at the Florida Oceala HCA Hospital, and her three residents, Dr. Sonia uh, Alicia, Dr. Amanda Rivera, and Dr. Suhail Saad Amir, who are all enjoying a meal but then had to uh, the, put their Hippocratic Oath into service. Bring in action. As uh, as they turned the restaurant into a makeshift emergency room. Uh, what makes this story even more unbelievable is that Dr. Brenner is 35 weeks pregnant. She said she was very grateful to have her residence with her. This is straight up an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Well, what, what
0: did they do? Like, they, what, what?
1: they gave him CPR. They saved his life. Oh, okay. He's recovering in hospital. All right, that's great. So a little bit of a nicer twist
0: on Florida Man Friday. Oh, okay, I like that. Here's your morning report. I don't know if that's the best uh, first impression with your With your Uh, granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah, well, she'll have memories for life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Grandpappy almost died, but he didn't, thanks to those uh, incredible doctors. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It's a nice little twist. Yeah. Um, The Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you want a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. We'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead in the show, we'll talk to Sam McKee. He's the producer of Real Kipper and Born. Over on uh, the Sportsnet Radio and Television Network. Big TV star now, Sammy McKee. We'll talk to him. Yep. Uh, tee up the Leafs and Flames tonight. Frank Saravalli, NHL Daily Face-Up at 7.30. Derek Wills, the voice of the Flames at 8 o'clock. Uh, Melancholy Malcolm's going to make an appearance in the program. And I'm going to give you a hard truth this morning. Some hard facts. Some numbers. Because numbers don't lie about where the Edmonton Oilers sit in the standings this morning. Some hard numbers. Hard facts. Hard Big Show, rustic and it's Rose. True. No Rose. A Dumont, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.